We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 96 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I have been in the video game industry for a very long time, longer than I like to admit usually. I'm also the mother of a five-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom Regina McMenemy, who is from the Geek Embassy and is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Hi, Regina. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Good, good. And finally, our resident dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and publisher of Engaged Family Gaming. And the father of three. Hi, Stephen. Hi, boss. How are you? <laughs> oh, that was kind of a wow. that was kind of a big pause. And there's some low energy there. Yeah. 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 Really? I mean, I wasn't. I'm not trying to be low energy. <laughs> I'm just tired. This is a parenting podcast. I think. We all... Yeah, we're all tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, and not just throw shade on my friends who don't have kids, but I said something the other day about being exhausted. Yeah. And a friend of mine who doesn't have kids said something, oh, like, because I said, oh, I've been exhausted since my daughter was born or something yeah, like yeah. that. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I didn't know I have kids. I don't have kids, but, you know, I'm that exhausted. And I'm like, no, no I didn't not. say anything, right. but I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I love you to death. You are one of my favorite people in the world. You have no, no idea. idea what it means to be tired. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't know. Exactly. Yes. You don't know what it means to be tired. Yeah. That's just, it's just a, there's just a thing that with parenting that it just changes. And yeah, yeah. I was just like, no, I, I, and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to get like all righteous, but right. yeah. I had a moment where I was going to be like, let me bitch slap you so you understand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recovering from being so tired. Yeah, you've got party from recovery my on daughter's now. birthday party on Sunday, which was a huge hit. Uh, we ended up with 31 kids at Good our party, uh, which makes her very Good happy. Good God. Yeah. And, uh, and she got all the Pokemons, man. So much Pokemon. I saw the picture. Everybody was asking me what to get her. And I'm like, well, I don't want any more crap, you know, more little figures right. or this or that. I'm like, just get her Pokemon cards. And everybody did. And now she has so many cards. She has like two of those little tin, special edition tin things that are completely full of cards. And they're even packed in like sideways. Like my husband like engineered it to get the most amount of cards in these things that he could. Two of them are full, and then she's got another, um, someone gave her a lunchbox with, like, it had cards, but it also had, like, an activity book and crayons and all that kind of stuff, and, like, half of that is full of cards now, too, so. So, yeah. So, I opened up, we finally got the tr the trainer kit, though, which is something that we didn't have, so I, op <laughs> I opened up the instructions to learn how to do it uh, the other day. We st I still haven't played a, a game with her, but I think I know how to play it, and uh, Isaac and her do. download. Download the iPad app, and that has, like, a tutorial in it, so. Yeah. Those you know help. how to play. Yeah. You know how to play because you play Hearthstone, and the yeah, reality right. is they're not the same, but they're so similar in their flow and cards doing some of the same stuff that you'll uh -huh. understand very quickly. Yeah. It's one of the interesting things about all those CCGs is that they're very transferable. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, so any other parenting stories? Yeah, let me tell you about okay. what my jerk daughter did last night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll 
preface this by saying that she's four, so it's to be expected. At two in the morning, she decided, one in the morning-ish, she decided to wake up and sneak into our room and lie in between us while the two of us were asleep. We had no idea. She proceeded. Yeah, I sleep like a rock. (laughs) Okay. I sleep like the dead. There's really, and I fall asleep very quickly. That's my superpower. That is why throughout my entire, like the entire process of being parents, I have been the one to get up and change diapers, to do late night feedings, because I can just go to bed and fall asleep in a few minutes, whereas yeah, if my wife is up, she's life. up forever. Right. So um, mm-hmm. so I also sleep like a rock. So, um, But what she started doing was she H'd us, which everybody gets H'd every once in a while, where the, yeah. you know, where the, you know, the head on one person's butt and the feet stick stuck on somebody <laughs> else's butt. I mean, that's standard right. issue stuff. What she started to do <laughs> when we rejected that uh, by moving too far apart. Fortunately, our bed is fairly large and she is small. Um, she proceeded to, while asleep, start sitting up while still asleep and would just fall over. Like, <laughs> while sitting, just without, just collapsing like a doll that, was not propped up correctly. And she did this for about 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Um, and eventually I kicked her out and was like, get out of here. This is crazy. And then she proceeded to shriek oh. at the top of her lungs for oh. an hour and a half. Oh, man. Yeah. She shrieked so loudly, she hurt her own ears. Oh, my oh. gosh. Wow. wow. Yeah. Did you know that a four-year-old could harm her own ears by shrieking? No. Probably not. Although I'm not surprised. Yeah. Knowing Um, what it sounds like. Eventually, she passed out again. Yeah. But it was like 3.30, 4 in the morning, and there was no consoling her because I would sit, I went and sat in her room, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't good enough. It was just, so, um, she is in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So she's going to go to bed early tonight. She's watching cartoons right now in the hopes that that will settle her down. Yeah. Um, and I, I am locking my door. So she can fall asleep on the floor outside oh. my, uh, outside of my bed bedroom if she wants. Yeah. Yeah, we're finally, Anna has had this thing since she was little. She has a, a blanket that she likes to chew on. Um, when we went to the dentist yesterday and they're like, yeah, you shouldn't do that because it's going to push your teeth out the wrong way. Um, and so now that she understands a little bit, we, we actually, I didn't have a blanket to give her. They were all in the washing machine and they were all wet because they get gross because she chews on them. Um, right. so she didn't have one to just have the other night. They were all in the washing machine and all wet. Uh, and so she, she screamed and cried for about, about an hour ish, but my husband and I were downstairs and she was upstairs. And then the next morning, um, she comes running out of our guest bedroom and I'm like, what were you doing in the guest bedroom? She's like, I slept in there. I was like, all night? She's like, yeah, the bed is comfier. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're in the process of probably getting her a new bed. Uh, but it's nice to know that she's ready for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely clearly. Ready for that. So, um, so yeah, uh, so kids, kids, <laughs> funny this week. Um, <laughs> but video games. Let's hop into some video games. Biggest news today, Call of Duty World War II was announced. I don't think that that's very surprising to anybody that that's what was going to happen. It's coming out November 3rd. They released a very, very fancy trailer that looks very, very pretty. It's it's impressive. Call of Duty is always impressive. It's not my thing, but, you know. So, um, 
So did you guys watch this trailer? What did you think? It's beautiful. Yeah. It, I, I Somebody at work asked me what it looked like, and I said it looked like Call of Duty should, right? Like, yeah. at this point, if it looked bad, we would be surprised, but it looks good enough that I'm like, hey, it's Call of Duty. Um, It looked really dirty, really looked grimy and mm-hmm. nasty, and that's World War II, man, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's one thing that I'll say about, you know, like, advanced warfare and um, infinite warfare is those move those games were very clean, mm-hmm. right? Like, very sterile environments, very, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. this is not going to be that game. This is going to be mud. mud. Yeah. Dudes killing dudes with shovels. You know? Yeah. So, and it was very, it it felt like World War II. Yeah. Um, I am, I, I'm going to play it, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> okay. you know, but man, it, I, I think I'm going to end up with some PTSD after this one. This is one of those like real, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, I know. It, I mean, yeah. They're going to make this real. Yeah. 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 I was, well, that's what's so cool about it. Yeah. That's what makes it so kind of unique in a, I don't know, you know, how, how creative can you get with first person shooters? Like, right. The games, the gameplay doesn't change very much. Mm-hmm. The game style, um, so it has to get. You have to change the aesthetic, and that's what I really appreciated about this. Like Steven said, it being so, so gritty and so different, um, it just made it stand out for me. Yeah, I thought it totally could have been like a commercial for like a for like a World War Two era movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's how yeah. good it oh, looked. Absolutely. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's cool. It's coming out November third. So we're getting our holiday, our holiday onslaught oh, yeah, of announcements yeah. have already started. I'm sure you'll be able to see more about this at E3. They also did a live stream. Yep. I I missed it. Um, it was over before I was able to log on and check, take a peek. But I'm sure they have it somewhere. It really wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't no. a lot. It wasn't a lot of details. I mean, it was, you know, hype, right? Like, yeah. hey, you know, get excited mm-hmm. for Call of Duty's big deal. Because of course it's a big deal. It's Call of Duty. It's one of the pillars right. of the gaming universe. Um, I, I think Call of Duty is one of the most important franchises in game. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, it did that. I mean, they talked about, I mean, one of the big pieces that came out, and I don't know if you guys saw the article from Mashable, um, but they're legit not steering away from the bad stuff. Mm. Um, whereas previous World War II games have been like, you know, let's focus on, you know, the Mediterranean <laughs> And, like, you know, stuff like that, right? Like, they just have not gone to the bad stuff. And Sledgehammer has come out specifically and said <coughs> that games are mature now. They've grown up in the last 15 years, which surprised me. It's been 15 years since they've made a World War II game. Right. Um, that, uh, so we're going to see some things. And, uh, yeah. Um, wow. It's going to be interesting. Um, you know, like, they talk specifically about seeing, you know, like, and, you know, concentration camps and things like that. So... Mm. Little, little, gonna be a little intense. Never seen that in a yeah. video game before. Um, yeah. But if you want to drive a point home about what Nazis are, right? Not a bad time to do that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. If you've if you've seen the trailer, um, email us or tweet at us. Let's see uh, to hear about what you think. So, uh, in other first-person shooter news, Halo 6, of which we know absolutely nothing about, except from this um, interview with Frank O'Connor today, says that Master Chief's going to be the big 
star of the game once again. If you played Halo 5, you know that it was split between Master Chief and um, Spartan Locke. Uh, but apparently people weren't very happy about that. So, um, so yeah, so Chief is coming back. He's going to be the main character. And, uh, yeah, that's that. We don't have a release date or anything about that, about Halo 6. This is the only thing that, that has been said. So, um, and before anybody asks, I had know nothing about Halo 6 any more than anybody <laughs> else does. So, <laughs> there. Way to, cut me, way to cut me off. I was going to be like, well, don't you know everything about Halo? And And that's really not true. <laughs> Because I know yeah. you know nothing about Halo. Right. Microsoft is really good at keeping secrets. Um, yeah. Big shock, right? You know, right. Halo 6 is going to be all about Master Chief. Like, mind blown. But right. at the same time, I want to, I mean, you got to give them credit, right? They tried something yeah. new. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody complains constantly about how sequels are samey and it's just the same thing and yeah. the same game over and over again. And Halo was guilty of that. Because it was all Master Chief all the time. So you know what? They tried something different. They said, fine. You want something different? You want not all Master Chief all the time? Well, here's not Master Chief. And people didn't like yeah. it. So you know what? Yeah. At least they gave it a shot. I think it was a reasonable try. I mean, it's not a yeah. bad game from a gameplay perspective. It's just the narrative tripped up a little bit. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah. Especially since it's presumed, I, I would presume, that this will be the first Halo game made with Scorpio on the table. So this game is going to look ridiculous. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Very much looking forward. Yeah, I mean, there's no question that it's going to be Scorpio, um, for sure. Because Scorpio is supposedly coming out this holiday season. If, if Halo 6 was coming out this holiday season, we would know about it now. Um, so, so, yeah, I doubt it very much. Uh, oh, I mean, I doubt this year. Yeah. What, next year, probably. Yeah, yeah, so when Scorpio is out. Um, and in full swing, that's, that's when we'll see the Halo, Halo 6. So, um, what else is going on? Uh, moving away from your gritty, uh, mature first person <laughs> games, uh, Super Mario toys are now available in Happy Meals. Hooray! Not that I am encouraging anybody to go to McDonald's, but you know, if you do, you can get Mario toys now. This isn't the first time they've had Mario stuff. I remember we have a little Mario Kart something somewhere that we got. Um, yeah. Oh, out the of Mario Kart meal. ones yeah. from they've had yeah, a couple. The Mario Kart yeah. ones are awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will be getting a bunch of Happy Meals over the next <laughs> several. <Okay. laughs> Shocker. Uh, yeah. And are you going to eat said Happy Meals yourself? I mean, there's not <laughs> enough food in them, so I would probably not. I would give them to my kids. Oh, okay. Happy Meals are depressing. Have you seen oh, a Happy God. Meal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Happy Meals are depressing. That little thing of french fries is like, that's just mean, is my opinion. <laughs> like, I get it. You know why, kid. kid? But yeah. My daughter doesn't like french fries, so she's always like trying to get me to order them without the french fries. I'm like, it just comes with it, honey. So yeah, so she doesn't even eat the french fries that's... at all. She'll wow. have the yogurt I don't understand your child. and the nuggets and whatever. So, but yeah, she I doesn't like French fries. I don't. I know. I don't, I don't understand. Half the time this either. is weird. Who doesn't it's like French fries? French fries. Because <laughs> um, isn't fries. French like for me? Like the the other food is just the the stuff that happens when you buy McDonald's French fries because you just can't go in there and eat like a bucket of McDonald's French fries. Like that's gross. So you gotta okay. get a burger. <laughs> 
like their to burgers. Give some semblance of balance of your towards your diet. So at least I mean, I'm you're like, at McDonald's. Who cares? Well, I don't know, <laughs> you're not impressing anybody. <laughs> wow. No, either fries wow. are okay, but they're not. I'm not that crazy about them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like I'm, McDonald's fries. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. You know, my no, husband. There's plenty of people that don't. My husband absolutely hated these, but the fries at In and Out I used to love. In and Out in California, oh, which I we don't In-N-Out have fries. here. Uh, but my husband. Well, we have a them. we have a local chain. We have Burgerville, and I love Burgerville fries. Oh, okay. Wait, those are really good. Wait, yeah, you, so. just, you just said something, Nicole. That I sidetrack. Regina, is there? Is it likely that there will be an In and Out burger near where we're staying? Yes, very likely. Jesus. And we'll have a car. So yeah, yeah. Oh my I know. god! There I go. had In and Out. I haven't had In and Out since. 2008. Oh my god! So I, I would to love to have an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> Although we're already talking about barbecuing every night, so I'm not really sure where we're going to fit in. Yeah, <laughs> forget it. I'm yeah. going to get In-N-Out at one point. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, um, no, no. You definitely these toys, should. <laughs> yeah. These toys. To get back to the topic, because this is not a burger <laughs> podcast. Although we really talk about everything. Um, we really. I do. think these toys are really rad. <laughs> the only thing uh-huh. that's weird about them is that they're not toys. They oh. are like figures. Figures, yeah. They're figurines. They're kind of like Funko yeah. Pops and things like that. So I, my issue is like my kids look at them and they're like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? And I'm like, well, mm. you put it on a shelf. So yeah. I'm excited because like I want the Mario to put on a shelf and I want the Invincible Mario to put on a shelf. Yeah. And they prefer the toys that you can actually play with. Mm. Those are their ones. So because we, you know, we go and we have three kids, so they get three toys. If yeah. we all go, well, not anymore. The, the the big guy orders off the the adult meal because it's just not enough. But like, they used right. to get three toys, right? Like that that adds up if it's garbage. Yeah. But there's, we have um a drawer because it's a daycare at our house. We have a drawer full of race cars, and at least oh. a dozen of those race cars are ver- various McDonald's toys because those are rad. Yeah. You know, the Mario Kart ones or whatever. So whenever they get figurines, they're like, what am I supposed to do with this? It's like collectible. I don't want that. So <laughs> it's weird that this is like more for like nerds like me than it is yeah. for children. Um, yeah. But it, I, yeah. but they won't sell them separately in Connecticut. So. <laughs> oh, really? You can't go in and just buy the toys? I can't. No, they won't do it. Um, I've tried. That's too bad. Because there was, what <laughs> yeah. was it? No, there was a yeah. couple of years ago, there was like a Skylanders thing. And I wanted to get oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and they were rad. And I was like, you know what? I just want the whole set. So I went in and I was like, I figure I'll go in every like four days or whatever. And they would have a different toy. And uh-huh. uh, I went in the first day with like five bucks being like, can I just buy this? And they're like, nope. Huh? So, I mean, I could have bought a Happy Meal, but like, that just seems stupid. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we have one of the Skylanders things. I, you know, I haven't played Skylanders, so I don't know who it was, but Anna likes it. She thought it was cool. Um, the, the toys in those things are really hit and miss. Like, sometimes you get something yeah. that's cool, and other times it's just, like, complete crap. Um, and then they have, they have their terrible McDonald's app where you're supposed to be able to scan what you get with your uh, camera, your I, I, iPhone or iPad camera. And then play a game. We have not ever been able to get that thing to work. It will not scan. <laughs> it just will not do it. So, yeah. The f- yeah, they made... really are hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. We made the promise to Anna the first time. It was like Christmas time. We got some little stuffed 
reindeer thing. And we're like, hey, we're going to scan this in and you'll be able to play a game. And we said that before we actually tried to scan. (laughs) She was disappointed. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. I tried for an hour. Daddy tried for an hour. This is just not happening. (laughs) So, (laughs) oh, anyhow. Uh, Let's see. All right. So. It's my turn. It's the thing. thing. It's the thing. It's Steven's turn. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to preface this. Steven, just go. (laughs) Well, everyone, it's time to celebrate the beginning of, of spoiler season for Marvel versus Capcom infinite. Um, for those of you that do not know, Marvel versus Capcom infinite is really Marvel versus Capcom four. Probably my fate, my, I'm not going to say my most anticipated game because that is because Regina is going to make fun of me. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so and don't tell me you're not um i it's totally all, would because th- it's worth noting regina that nicole always makes fun of me no matter what you just pick on me for that one thing so i am a unabashed I'm gonna start keeping a list look i that's have fine. a journal here i have Steven's a, most anticipated games of the year that's fine we can put battlefront 2 and okay. mar versus capcom infinite that's fine if we really want to keep a list mar versus capcom okay. infinite is it's a fighting game it's absurd because it uh, combines characters from Marvel and Capcom universes. Um, it's a, it's absurd is probably the right word. They released a new trailer this week. Um, some big announcements came out of it. The biggest one is that there is going to be a story mode in it, which is, which is special because there has not been a story mode before. There's been an arcade mode where you just play a bunch of dudes, but never a actual story mode. That's actually rad because uh, lots of games... In recent memory, specifically Mortal Kombat 10 and uh, the Injustice games have done a really good job of putting together cool story modes. Um, mm. Here's looking at you, Street Fighter Five. Figure your crap out. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, like fighting game stories. Like, are they really no, 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 any man? Good? <laughs> okay, the stories are bad. No, 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 the stories are bad. But the modes are cool because what they do is they play out like a movie. Mm-hmm. And you're just constantly cycled through different characters. So it's not like you're playing one character through the whole thing. You might be, you know, one character for one fight, and then you'll have a fight, and then it'll end. And then you might be a comp- you might be the character you just defeated fighting somebody else. Mm. And it goes through to the point where you play most of the characters in the game. It's yeah. pretty fascinating stuff. They also confirmed eight new characters. Uh, Hulk, Hawkeye, Thor, Rocket Raccoon, and Ultron from Marvel. And Strider, yeah. Hiryu, Chun-Li, and Chris Redfield from Resident Evil on the Capcom side. Mm. Um, it's a little imbalanced right now, but whatever. They, they figure that out at the end. Um, yeah. And they announced Sigma, which is a villain from Mega Man X, is the first DLC character, um, who also is part of the villain for the story mode. It doesn't really matter. Um, it comes out September 19th on PlayStation 4. That's, all, that's the only console that we know yet. It could very well be a console exclusive. I'm not sure. Well, um, the story on Polygon says it's PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. It does? It does, yes. The press release didn't say it. <laughs> yep. All right, in the first line. Yeah. Okay. Steven. The, of the, the article. The first sentence of the article. <laughs> yeah. See, I read press releases, not oh. Polygon articles, because I'm a journalist. Um, and let me go right to the, if you're going to give me shit, let me just swing right back, friends. 
<laughs> so bear with me a moment. Let me go get my press release out. No, nope, I'm going to defend my honor. Okay. <laughs> The other funny thing, though, while Steven is looking that up, so in the Polygon story, they've got the trailer embedded, and the still for it is um, Hulk. And this is the most ridiculous thing, but Hulk has, like, very, very nice-looking teeth, considering he's Hulk. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm like, wow, look at that. I mean, he's got a few that are sort of off on the bottom, but I'm like... Hulk has got perfect teeth. No. Yeah, like. But you can tell he grinds his teeth though, because they're all flat on the top there. And I'm just <laughs> 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 oh, anyhow. <sighs> all right, Stephen. Yes. Um, can you defend I, yourself? I think I deleted it. So. Oh. oh. Uh, journalists don't delete press releases, Stephen. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> you keep those. For further reference. So, I'll just say that. My camera's off, otherwise I'd be making a rude gesture at you. Fine, so it's coming out for Xbox One, that's great. Um, even better, it doesn't matter, I'm buying it on PS4. Um, so it comes out September, I'll have to amend my story on Engage Family Gaming. So it comes out on September 19th. Um, nothing really around there. Up until today, it was the first game to actually stake claim to a date in the fall. Mm. Um, I'm fairly glad that they decided to stay away from Call of Duty because yeah. Call of Duty is going to destroy yeah. everything in its path this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, didn't Battlefront 2, didn't they say a, a release date for that? I think they just said holiday. Oh. No, okay. I think they did put out a release date. Yeah. I, I thought they did in the yeah. article we read last week. Yeah. Last week? Yeah, because oh, we Oh, yeah, didn't... no, they announced a release date. Yeah. Man, I'm just off my game today. <laughs> um. Uh, it's November 17th. Wow. So we got Call of Duty a week yeah. off and then Star Wars Battlefront. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be... Um, <sighs> that's going to be rough. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll be neat. To, I mean, Call of Duty always does well, and we know that, but Battlefront is going to pull in your uh, Star Wars fans who maybe aren't uh, as into gaming. Uh, as the people who would play Call of Duty. So I don't know, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And with our luck, with our luck, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out (laughs) November 10th. Uh, I don't know. I'm still not convinced that one's going to make it this year. Oh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. They don't put out games on time. Yeah, and I mean, even from like a competition standpoint, they're going to be like, screw this, we'll do February or something and just totally own everything. So, um, they're going to make billions of dollars no matter what day they release it on. They could release it Christmas morning. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not lots of news about that one either. All right. So do you have no more fanboyish, um, stuff to spew about Marvel versus Capcom? Wow. Fanboyish stuff to spew. (laughs) Those are, you're, that's a writer right there. (laughs) Like we're talking about. A future best-selling author just tearing me apart, limb from limb. No, in fact, I have no further fanboyish stuff to spew, other than to say I'm excited. Okay. And it's a it, it's okay to like things. Yes, it's okay to yeah, like things. I would like to. I would like to officially remind you that there are probably people on this podcast that don't particularly care for Game of Thrones either. Yes, Men. I know. I know. Like and I, me, 
Because yeah. I went to go yell at my children last week while you guys were having your discussion, and you didn't even notice that I was gone. I, I did. I did. I noticed you got up. I didn't notice when you came back, though. So there you well, go. Oh, I think wow. that's worse. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, I totally admit. It's Game of Thrones. I have, I have, Come on. I'm a, I have fangirlish stuff to spew about Game of Thrones all the time. And wait till it comes out in July, people, because you have seen nothing yet. <laughs> we might have to do a separate podcast that comes out on the same feed. Right. Maybe. Special we'll call Game it Throning Edition. with the Moms. <laughs> Oh, I think we I think we need to check that name. But yeah, that uh, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah I'm totally I'm totally up for doing like like a separate yeah. episode so we don't have to worry about spoilers or whatnot. But Steven, I yeah. still want to drag you on to it. So, yeah, so we can look well, you have to torture somebody with just talking about it's it. It's worth noting that there is no such thing as a podcast called Throning with the Moms. So we can okay. in fact do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> and fine, I'll be on it so I can, I, you know what, I'll even host. Okay. But you have to watch. So I'll ask you, you questions. Watch. Yeah, you're going to have to watch. Why? Why? I don't How have are time you supposed to ask questions if you don't watch? Anyhow. Um, right. Because the internet. I mean, I can, we'll, we'll figure out the format later. How long do we have? We can have uh, a production meeting a couple weeks ahead of time. Right. It's July 16th. July 16th, yeah. Okay, so yeah. after E3, let's get together and we'll figure it out. I'll find out if I have enough time okay. to watch your 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 medieval political fantasy show. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, at least my understanding is that now it's more it's like more politics and less porn, right? Yes. Well, you know, so the first... I might actually be okay with it now. Yeah, you know what? The first season was very gratuitous. They were doing stuff on purpose, I think, to shock people and to sort of make people watch well, it more. Had to, yeah, yeah, they had they to had to gain their notoriety. Yeah. So even since the second even since the second season it has been way better and most recent seasons nothing has been gratuitous in my opinion. I don't I mean the the battle from episode nine was very gory, but battles are gory, so um yeah, yeah, you mean like the well they they moved out of the um the brothels. There were so many brothel right, scenes yes. in the first two yeah. seasons where, you know, they just scan across naked bodies doing things. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah, no. Much 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 fewer brothel brothels. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After little Cuz they're not in the city as much yeah, as the story moves. Yeah. I was going to say Littlefinger leaves King's Landing and they all just go away. Yeah. And they yeah, and all of a sudden the uh, the whores are no longer interesting, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a lot of the other characters start having sex, so there's still sex, right. but it's just not yeah. sprawling scenes of naked bodies to yeah. look at. No, so. it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um, so this is something that is nuts. So somebody did a speed run of Animal Crossing that only took them... 22 hours and 49 minutes like okay so you, my first thing was like what how can you say you speed run animal crossing that game doesn't end um and it's true that it doesn't really end but the speed run how they refer to completing is defined as collecting every item finding all fish fossils bugs and gyroids upgrading your entire house and tom nook store donating every possible item to the museum 
collecting all villager statues and building the town's extra bridge. That is wow. a lot to do. <laughs> Although I will say, um, well, I guess, you know, uh, speedrunners do this anyhow. That it's going to, it would take a lot, yeah. of, a lot of cheating the clock in order to, to get all this stuff done. But, um, but yeah, still, that's nuts. So they can't cheat the clock. You mean, oh, you mean cheating the in-game clock? Yeah, yeah. They have all to. Right. Because, like you know, manipulating the... it to be different times a day. No, no, no. That, I, yeah. I understand what you mean. They yeah. can't cheat the timer. Right. Because once, once you hit go, it doesn't stop until you say time. But no, I, now I understand what you mean. I forgot what game we yeah. were talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, interesting. that's insane to me that <laughs> someone did that. But, I mean, you can speed run anything. Yeah. Interesting segue. Uh, they released the schedule for SGDQ this mm. week. And guess what game is on it? Um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Do either wow. of you want to take a guess what the current world record is for a for a uh, any percent completion of uh, Breath of the Wild? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Eighty percent. Let me just say it. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Any any percent any percent means you just got to the end and didn't necessarily complete anything. So not 80%. Oh, okay. Okay. Any just a percent. run through the game. Yeah. You just, yeah. Be, in this case, it's you beat Ganon. Okay. <laughs> spoilers. No, just kidding. 40, oh, well, I mean, spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. At the end of a Zelda game, you gotta beat Ganon. The world record for an any percent run is 47 some odd minutes. I was gonna say, I think I thought, maybe you posted something about it being about an hour. It's yeah. a little bit less. So yeah. they're they're going to have an under an hour speed run of that as part of, of uh, Breath of the Wild as part of SGTQ. You want to see some crazy nonsense. <laughs> you watch speedrunners do their crazy nonsense. I can only imagine how much planning went into a 100% run of Animal Crossing. Like you're talking. <laughs> right. Because there's, yeah. there's so many different things that you have to do. Yeah. Right. So like when you have a community of like three or 400 people working on research for a game. It's it's easy to like figure stuff out, but it's figuring out like okay, so what's the best walking pattern to find all these fossils? It's just insane right. how much yeah. that yeah. guy or girl, I don't know who it was, had to remember and how many notes they had to take to be able to do that kind of a run. Yeah. It's not like Super Mario Brothers where it's like, all right, so you're running through and it's like 3 minutes worth of stuff. Like we're yeah. talking 22 hours where ugh, it just boggles my mind. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a, I don't even know. This is the GameCube version, by the way. So it's like 100 fish-ish, 100 bugs-ish. I don't know how many gyroids. Definitely that many fossils. Um, And then the upgrades. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I caught all of the fish and got all the fossils and the bugs for um Wild World, which was the DS one. But I did it the real way. I refused to cheat the in-game clock. So I was playing that game literally for a year in order to get everything. <laughs> So, uh, wow. but I did it. I did it. That was dedication. I'll that shout. is dedication <laughs> and determination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember um, it was before Anna was born. So like, I would like purposefully log. I was like, oh, I got to go on Animal Crossing on Christmas or I got to go on Animal Crossing on New Year's so I can see the fireworks. And yeah. Right. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Anyhow, Animal Crossing is one of my favorite games ever. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't wait till they release it on mobile. I want to see what they're going to do with it on mobile. Get That would be fun. Yeah, get with it, Nintendo. I mean, they've said it's one of the ones that they're bringing. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to see how they're going to do it. Um, okay, yeah, so that's speed running of Animal Crossing, which is totally insane. So um, this is European rumor. Uh, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But um, it seems to be that Broken Age, which was developed by Double Fine, it was their first uh, game developed through their Kickstarter funding. Um, it's already been out for PC, PS4, and Vita. But uh, apparent to, uh, according to a rating by Peggy, which is the European uh, version of the ESRB, that it has now been rated for Xbox One, um, uh, according to a story by Eurogamer. We all know Eurogamer. They almost always are correct. So at least... Uh, in Europe, it looks like it's going to be coming to Xbox One. It'd be cool if it comes to Xbox hmm. One here. I love that game. That game was awesome. Did you guys play it? Mm-mm. I got through part of it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Steven. Steven, you obviously have no sense of humor because that game is hilarious. It's I mean, kind of. I... <laughs> Kinda. You don't get it. You don't get. It. I mean, did you like the old adventure games that like Tim Schafer worked on? Because it's very Tim Schafer yeah. humor. So. So, if I told you that I was a little too young for those, would that, oh God, would that say anything? <laughs> um, uh, well, you know, no, I, I was not... young when they came out too. I was young when they came out too. I didn't play them until later. So I didn't. I wasn't much of a PC gamer at that uh-huh. time. So like a lot of those were all PC only. So I missed a lot of those. Yeah. Um, so I don't have the same level of nostalgia for the point-and-click adventure games. I am also hilariously bad at puzzles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, then he would definitely hate those games since, yeah, well, so, that's it. That's yeah. all they're about, yeah. Like, while LARPing, when I come across things where we have to solve puzzles as a group, I literally take a nap. Like, I'm not even <laughs> taking I, I put my shield underneath my head, and I lie back, and I fall asleep. <laughs> and then I have them wake me up when it's time to not do puzzles. I'm not yeah. even it's like not yeah. even a little bit of humor there. So oh, yeah, so this GameSpot story. <laughs> the GameSpot story actually left out that it's on mobile. That was it was interesting because it's cheap at least it was cheaper um I don't know if it was phone and iPad but it was definitely cheaper on the iPad than any other platform because I told my husband I'm like when it came out I'm like oh I'm thinking when the second episode came out it's in two episodes. I said, oh, I've heard a lot of good things. I think about getting this, you know, looking at the PC. And then I pulled it up in the app store and I was like, what? It's like half the price of it was on the PC. So I bought it on the iPad and then um, Anna sat with me and watched me play it. She she found it amusing, too. But she's got a better sense of humor than Steven, obviously. (laughs) Did you get to the part with the tree with like the poor tree that they have to collect sap from? So they nope. have to make you didn't get oh come on uh, that that's that's not even very far that's not even very far <laughs> anyway. I bounced off real fast he took a nap right yes oh well you he know took what a nap it's your loss um, this game puts me to sleep I can take a nap yeah it's a valid choice yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say as a parent anytime you want to take a nap it's cool yeah <laughs> you should check it out Regina I think it's really I think funny. I will yeah. Uh, especially if you if you're into the old school point and click and, and Tim Schafer's crazy humor, um, so so yeah, if you have a PC or PS4 or what uh, iPad even, you should check it out. And it, it's beautiful. So what's the game you're talking about though? It's not this one though. Broken Age. What's it? Yeah. Broken. Oh, it is Broken it Age. It is Broken okay. Age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that was crazy cheap on the iPad, like half of what it was on on Steam. 
Um, Looking it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I can play phone games. <laughs> right. Yeah. This might be a hard one. I, I mean, I don't know how big your phone is. This might be a hard one to play on a phone because it's we'll really, see. you know, all the point and click, you have to be at like a certain area that's click on to oh, kind of get stuff. Yeah. So it kind of needs a yeah, larger my, screen. Um, my screen is getting touchy in its old age. Oh. And I'm trying to hold off for um, buying a new one until the 8 comes out. Mm. Um, so, but it, it doesn't, am I the only person that that happens to? Like I hit, if I hit the bottom of my screen, sometimes if I'm on Facebook, it opens and opens the link below it. Hmm. I don't know. I never have that happen. <laughs> it's really weird. I'm like, how did I get this? I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even know what this is because yeah. it wasn't even on my screen. Yeah. I don't use my weird. phone very much. Um, yeah. Yeah. I use my iPad more. I and I, I honestly, yeah. I think that, that the touch is getting a little, a little worn out on that, which makes me very sad. I mean, it. Yeah, my <laughs> I've my definition of the touchscreen getting worn out is that I find myself not being able to accomplish things um, appropriately in Cooking Dash. So that really could just be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like like running to grab the food to throw out. I'm like I didn't mean to grab a chicken. I meant to grab a steak. It's a, uh, yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow. <laughs> I don't know. I blame I blame the the equipment all the time. I right. can't do this. Oh, it's because my yeah is broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's funny. Um, okay, so... Oh, we can't see if Steven walked away. He might have walked away again. Oh. <laughs> nope, I'm here. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you're going to leave every time that there's a topic that you don't want to talk about. I see how that is. I did not leave. I just sat there. <laughs> all right. So that's all the news that I have. Steven, did you have... Uh, or Regina, do you have anything else to add? I have one thing. Okay. So I know we don't normally talk about board games. However, I no, think when there are it. significant awa- I think when there are significant awards handed out, I think it's worth mentioning. Um, mm-hmm. And the 2017 Mensa Select Award winners were announced. Um, if you would like a write up on each of the games, you can head on over to engagefamilygaming.com and look it up. But the five winners were as follows: Imagine by Game Right. It's a party style game with clear cards. You're, it's basically like charades, only you're stacking icons on top of each other using these clear cards. Um, kind of fascinating. Also, under $20. Uh, a board game by ELO uh, or ILO called Around the World in 80 Days. I'll give you a hint what it's about, and <laughs> none of your guesses count. You basically should just know what it's about. Um, the um, in, in keeping with the literature theme, Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts Battle, the cooperative oh. deck builder game, also won. Next, Clank, a deck building adventure. Uh, Clank is a cooperative deck builder where you are traveling through an underground cave, trying not to make noise. Because if you make noise, you wake up a dragon. And waking up dragons, spoilers, is never a good plan. Um, And also, you're stealing artifacts. And the more artifacts you steal, the more angry the dragon will become. Um, And lastly is a game called Amalgam by a company called Simply Fun. You play a wizard, and you're moving around a map. And you are, uh, you have to remember what ingredients are in what locations on the map because you're trying to pick ingredients that all match mm. together. Because whoever has the most matching ingredients in their pot at the end of the game has made the most, br- the most potent potion and wins the game. So those are the five winners of the, uh, Mensa Select Award. Um, this is where literally they get a bunch of Mensa people together in a room for a weekend and they play board games for two days. 
and the top five winners uh, get this. These are always... I, I almost think these are even better than... This is like a better semblance of like good games than sometimes even the Spiel de Jar, which is like their game of the year. Like This is always good stuff because these aren't picked by board game critics. These are just mm -hmm. picked by nerds. Picked by yeah, players. You know? So yeah, they're, they're not think... worried about like the being artists, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. I think at one point I looked at those awards when I was trying to find some games that Isaac and I could play um, together. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the games that we got looking on my shelf that came out of that is, um, I'm pretty sure, um, Kulami. Do you guys know Kulami by Foxmind? This was a few years ago, so... Hmm. Steven, you, you don't. It for me? Yeah, it's K U L A M I. Um, I just need to be reminded because I'm not. I'm pretty dumb. So <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it sounds super familiar. Okay, so it's it's kind of Moncala ish ish kind of. I I have not played it. It looks very cool. I love the components. I have wanted yeah. to play it, but I have not. Um. But yeah, it's cool. We it, like it. We like it a lot. It looks like the kind of game that would win a Mensa award. Um, do you guys, if you guys like Harry Potter, I don't know if, if uh, are you guys Harry Potter people? I love Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, I mean, Regina, yeah, we know yeah, you're yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. We listen to sort the of. we listen to the Geek Embassy Hangout. Y'all are well. Some of you are various <laughs> levels of Harry Potter fans. Um, because the, the Hogwarts <laughs> battle deck builder is ridiculously good. Huh, um, that's you basically cool. play as. Ron, Hermione, Harry, and um, the fourth one is uh, Neville Longbottom mm -hmm. um, in the opening game, and you play through the seven books. Um, mm -hmm. And they have an expansion coming out, and they're in spoiler season with that one, um, and they announce a new character, and that one is Luna Lovegood. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, if you like Harry Potter, the, de the Harry Potter deck builder is absurdly good. Um, but all these look pretty cool. Um, I'll have reviews of all of them by the end of the year. That's what I one of the things that I try and do. So, um, yeah. So there you go. Board, board game news, yeah. not normally what we cover. But, I mean, when things no, get no, awards, no, cool. I think it's worth talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, though. Speaking of Harry Potter, he just reminded me. Um, I actually went to go see Beauty and the Beast. Um, my friends took me out to see it. Um, it was, uh, the reason why that, that there's a connection there is because... Um, what is is it Emma Watson? Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, who plays yeah. Hermione? Is plays Belle in the new Beauty Belle, and the Beast? Yeah. yeah, and I mean it was okay. It was cool. It, it was like more nostalgia trip for me um, than anything because I was like I don't know twelve or something when the animated one came out. Uh, but the, the the highlight actually for me was that the very first trailer was the Wonder Woman Origins trailer. So I got to see oh, nice. I got to see that on the big screen. Um, and unfortunately, that was the high point. But the the movie it was okay. It was okay. I mean, for the most part, it's the animated film in real life. Some of the acting, yeah. some of the acting, I thought was a little stale. Um, Emma Emma's acting actually, I thought was a little. I don't know. It was a little, what? little dry. You better, little, be, you yeah. better be careful. You better be careful because there's some <laughs> Emma Watson fans out there. I'm just saying. I'm not saying for me. I'm just saying Emma Watson fans. They are. They are like Call of Duty fans. Like you just love you some Emma Watson. Um. <laughs> You know, unfortunately, a large percentage of them are middle-aged men, which is disappointing in my people. Um, but I mean, it wasn't bad. It just seemed like I don't know. It seemed like she was trying to recreate the animated character a little too much. I think 
Um, oh, so she she fell into um. Oh God, who was it that played Obi Wan Kenobi in the original? Oh, movies. Um. Yeah, um, I don't remember. Ian McGregor, Ian McGregor, trying to be Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah, where, where like you're like, uh, just be a person. Like, yeah. stop being a caricature. Like yeah, yeah. Tell. Stop being. Yeah. Stop. You you need to be Obi Wan Kenobi. You don't be need to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, exactly. I mean, that, that's yeah, hard to not that. fall into. Speaking yeah. of Disney yeah. movies getting turned into live action, did you guys see the report running around that John Favreau is actually super nervous about being the dude they picked to do the Lion King? Because he is <laughs> no, like, I, I don't. So, I mean, he's kind of a big deal, but um, he's kind of smart and good at what he does. He's very nervous because he doesn't want to screw up the Lion King. Yeah. And I think realistically, like, if there was one that was going to be screw up a bull, I think that the <laughs> Lion King has the most tripwires. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't. How do you make a live action out of the Lion King? I know, King? exactly. I'm like, I mean, I know they made a musical, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's costumes they made, and musicals. They, they made so. one out of, uh, I mean, they made a movie out of the Jungle Book. And um, the Jungle Book has plus one yeah. person in it. So, yes, I yeah. Know. Subtract yeah, the yeah, one little boy. I, now that I'm thinking about, about back on it, there's, um, you know, Babe was basically all animals too. And that was, um, yeah. That was pretty cute. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of Ewan McGregor, he was actually a voice. In the voice of Lumiere in the uh, in the new Beauty and the Beast, so I was sitting through looking through the credits. There are a bunch of people that are the voices of like the little you know the teapot and the clock yeah. and everything in that movie. Like crazy, like um, uh, yeah. Ian McKellen does a voice too. I forget which one that he did. He's Cogsworth. I'm like looking through these credits. He's Cogsworth. No, he's Cogsworth. Yeah. Cogsworth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then which there's like um, yeah, such perfect casting. <laughs> There's like Emma Thompson is like the uh you know like the, yeah. the sorceress type. I was that's just what like, I was gonna say. I saw her. I saw her pictured in the in the you know uh, yeah. marketing stuff. So yeah, so that was the most surprising to me. But because um, I'm yeah. like, Ewan McGregor, really? I'm like Ian McKellen, well, I mean, really? <laughs> they got money. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I just they got it, money. It was just yeah. Yeah, voice acting's was... easy. You sit in a booth for a couple of days. I mean, yeah, I don't want to say it's well, easy, but it's easy to sketch. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's easy to can, fit in and around other things. Yeah. I mean, because they don't have to wait for the thing for them to like change sets or whatever. They just need to record junk. So they could do it in the course of a week or two weeks and go do other stuff. That's what I meant to say. It's easy okay. to fit that into one schedule. Trust okay. Me, I was about to say, man. <laughs> I, spend multiple, I spend multiple hours on a microphone every week. And the rest of my working hours, I'm on a headset. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> it is difficult to talk that way. <laughs> and sometimes I think, you know, I think actors would say that it's harder to act that way because you don't have people to play off of, you know. You sort of have to imagine um, the characters yeah. that you're talking to. So, um, yeah. Uh, but I would know nothing about that. Uh, previous episode of Gaming with the Moms, I forget which episode it is, we had Morla Gorondona on. Uh, who is a voice actress in games, and she talks about what that's like a little bit. Uh, I have no idea what episode that was. It was a fairly early one. So, yeah, look back. Um, okay, so was there anything else then um, besides the board game awards? You caught, You covered just about everything. Not ev- for me. Okay. You covered everything. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's move into what we're playing then. Um, Steven, have you finished Zelda yet? 
Or are you still no. playing it? You haven't finished it yet. Um, I, I have to finish it this week because Mario Kart comes out on Friday. So um, mm. I think I'm actually going to do I, The more I think about it, the more I think as soon as I'm done with this, I'm just going to go do it. Okay. I'm going to go finish cool. Zelda tonight. <laughs> it's, it is so good. It's so good. <laughs> I don't want to stop. But the reality is <laughs> I spent this past weekend, my wife and kids got trapped in New York with a, a busted tire. And so uh-huh. I was home alone, and I played about 19 hours of Zelda while they were gone. Um, when I get upset, I rage play video games. Spoilers. Um, and uh, I I realized, like, two-thirds of the way through that, that I was like, you know what? I'm not really enjoying myself, like, wandering around, looking for shrines and doing stuff like that. Like, I would find one, I'd be like, oh, this is great. The rest of the time, I was just wandering. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, I... Because I'm bad at puzzles, and admittedly, finding <laughs> some of these shrines are environmental puzzles. Um, yeah. So, and I'm just not good at it. So, um, you know, uh, but it's still a gorgeous okay. game. I've been all over the place. So, yeah, pretty. I'm cool. gonna finish it tonight. I think. All right. So I have a question, Stephen. Yes. Is this is uh, Breath of the Wild in the running for Game of the Year for you? Oh, oh easily. Uh, I. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think anything is, I mean, I, I, before I played it, I was so pleasantly surprised with Horizon Zero Dawn that I thought that Horizon Zero Dawn stood a chance. And then I played Zelda. Um, I think Zelda might be, it's bar none the best video game Nintendo has ever made. No exceptions. Fight me if you want. I'll be on Twitter. Um, and... (laughs) I think it might actually be one of the most amazing video games ever made. You'll note I didn't say best. I'm sure there's some, but the most amazing. I, I it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm keeping a list now. I have a list of your most anticipated <laughs> games and what you're listing as best game of the year. So it's certainly the best I, game I've played so far this year. I have it so in my notebook year. right here okay. on my desk. Okay, so my okay. so yeah. it's Horizon Zero <laughs> so, Dawn so and just... Zelda, right? Right, yeah, that's Good. what I have on your, your game of the year so far, and most anticipated are Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, sure. So that's so, what I have. Good, fair enough. You know what? You're going to make it easy for me, because at the end of the year, when I need to write my game of the year I know. I'm going to have gonna your notes like, for you. Hey, hey, Regina, could you send me, could you just text me a picture of that? Yeah, um, and I will gladly great. do that. <laughs> It'll make my life so much easier. I'll be like, hey, check out this thing Regina did for me. Um, Zelda is so freaking good, but it's not the only game I've been playing. Can I talk about, can I just talk for a second about how amazing Graceful Explosion Machines is? Have okay. either of you heard about sure. Graceful Explosion Machines? I have not. No. Let me, let me paint you a picture. It's like Gradius. Do you remember Gradius from back in the yes. day? Yes. It's a shmup. Yes. So it's like that, only everything's pastel and like bright colors. Um, okay. And the idea is you are racing through these levels trying to eliminate all the enemies. That's the only mission. The levels actually loop in on themselves. Uh-huh. Almost like that PS4 launch game from Housemark. Um I forget what it's called, but um you know where you know the levels are literally circles and you can move around. It's not literally that way. You can just move back uh-huh. and forth. Um but the difference is uh-huh. there are only four weapons and they are each mapped to the four different face buttons and that's it. You have four weapons and a laser gun. And so it's super balanced, you know, and it is a riot just moving through these levels, trying to balance 
not overheating your basic weapon and using these other weapons because they have a limited energy pool. Um, it's so good. It is the best game on the Switch that is not called Zelda. And I, it's not close. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. That's cool. How about you, Regina? Uh, I've had a kind of stressful few days uh, with some stuff going on, so I decided I needed something to chill out with. <laughs> so I went back to Stardew Valley last uh-huh, night and nice. played a little bit because I was like, I need to relax. What's going to help me relax? Yeah. And so I just spent a lot of time, like, because I'm still very early. I don't have a lot of stuff built. And I just got an, a notice that said, if I collect enough stone, someone will build a well for me. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I started just, I've just been collecting resources mostly. It's all I really have to do in that game right now. So yeah. I just did that for, yeah. for, you know, a little while last night and I felt better. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's very zen. I mean, it is. You can't get like more away from the stresses of our everyday life than just farming. Just Mm -hmm. far. I mean, obviously, real life farming is hard, but (laughs) this kind of farming is. (laughs) Well, I have I have a real life garden I'm growing right now, and I'm super frustrated because it won't stop raining here. Oh. Um. I mean, rain is good for things that you're growing, but like seriously, my zucchini is like drowning. It's it's been so wet here. So yeah, it's been wet here too. Apparently, this this um, shocker. It's raining in Seattle. No, I know, right? This is the wettest Seattle. This is the wettest. Um weather seattle has had for i don't know some t- something crazy like since the 19 like 10 or something like that this the this wettest is the winter. coldest yeah yeah this is the coldest april we have had since 1967 yeah um we didn't break 75 degrees until two days ago wow yeah. So and, and or no, we hadn't bro- we hadn't even broken seventy. I we hadn't gotten to sixty nine, and and it was seventy five on Friday last week. But that was the warmest it had been. We hadn't broken sixty nine degrees in the month of April. Yeah. Um. And it's just. I mean, Stephen's like it's. I live in Connecticut. Screw you both. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it was eighty last week. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no, that's okay. Man. That's okay. I, yeah. I, I want like... my seasons. That's why yeah. I live here. Yeah. I want yeah. my seasons. Yeah. I don't want March to be super confusing where it will be eight. It, there was one week where it was 80 on Wednesday and then it snowed that Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just, it's like, yeah, it's terrifying. But yeah, so my real garden is frustrating, which is why it was nice to go into a virtual <laughs> landscape and farm because uh, I didn't have to worry about my plants actually having died because I hadn't watered them in two weeks where my real ones would have. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, uh, obviously there was birthday nonsense going on a lot. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I hadn't played a lot until right before the podcast. I was like, I've got a couple hours. I'm going to go play some Horizon because I hadn't played it in over a week. So I played some more Horizon. I finished a, a side quest. It was difficult. Well, I'm not finished with it yet because I have to go back and tell the person that I did the thing that they asked me to do. So not completely finished yet, but finished the hard part of it. Um, I had to fight a storm bird. It's like a giant, like they have the glint hawks, which are the you know, like the first kind of machine birds that you come up against, and those can mm-hmm. be pretty hard to difficult, um, difficult to uh to take down. The storm bird was nuts. I was just like, it, it took me like five <laughs> tries. Yeah, and then like you know, I had I sat back and sort of like pieced it together, really zoomed in on the different pieces of the of the machine and what where I needed to shoot it with what arrow and uh and then uh I have to I had to be very stealthy about it. I had to be like shoot 
run into the grass and, you know, lay low and then wait for it to land on the rock and then shoot and then run away again. So, <laughs> so it took a while, um, but I did it eventually. Um, so, so that was fun. That's I'm funny. yeah, I'm still enjoying that, that game. Although this is the last side quest that's in my, um, that's in my little uh, notebook type thing, right. whatever it is where you press Your log. the log. Yeah. So I'll be going um, back to at least one main quest here pretty soon. And then, as I noted before, I've been playing Cooking Dash, uh, where I'm, you know, grabbing chickens instead of steak. Uh, but, um, but it's fun. I just, I just love these types of games. Uh, like I said, I kind of have hit the paywall where I gotta wait mm-hmm. um, to do stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, although I don't want to brag too much, but I have a feeling that I that lots of people probably hit the paywall before I did, because um, there are some stuff that's still really challenging for me. From like, and I'm like completionist, so. You get um, mm-hmm. stars in those levels based on how much money you earn, but you get oh. like an extra little, like a gold um, flourish if you serve all customers in the level. And so you have to be really fast to do that. And there are a couple at the end of the the second season in the, which is the, their seasons. It's like a TV show, which is like, I don't know, kind of weird. I don't know why they have it set up like that. Um, but the last two, uh, uh, episodes of the second season, I still have not been able to serve all of the customers yet, and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> so, anyhow, <laughs> so it's that's like me. I'm still trying to to finish the find everybody in Stardew Valley quest. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like I think I have one or maybe two people left, and I'm like, I know you have to be like on the very very outskirts of town or yeah. something, or you just, just have to go to some. You're just missing them because they're somewhere yeah. else at, at different times of day. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So besides cooking, I've been playing Type Shift. Um, I, yeah, me too. Yeah, I bought one of the other um, crossword uh, packs, uh, which has me pretty oh. much stumped. I finished one of them right away. It was really easy. And these other ones, I'm like, I don't, I, I can't figure <laughs> it out, you know. And uh, uh, but I'm still doing the daily puzzle, obviously as well. And then um, Hearthstone, uh, as always. Um, uh, it's getting harder to win with my priest um, quest deck. I'm at the point now where I think I'm going to start looking up decks online from some of the pros and sort of what they're putting together. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I think it's um, it's been enough time since the expansion was released that something should be starting to to settle down and have right. different strategies now. So, um, so, yeah, so that's me. Steven, did you... Have you? I've only seen you online like once in Hearthstone. Did you jump in, or are you just not doing it? I jumped in. I stopped for a minute because Zelda. Oh, been, okay. We also. I play a lot while you're asleep because I play <laughs> early in the morning, and early in the morning for me morning. is like middle okay. of the night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So. Okay. Oh, that's going to be fun at E3 because I'm going to be in my time zone. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to yeah. be running like circles around you guys at night. You're going to be like, can we go to bed now at six o'clock? And I'm going to be like, no, come well, on. Well, to be fair, I think we all stay up later than you. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but probably not later enough to be like till 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. your time. I usually go to bed around 11. So, yeah. I mean,. That's three of us are time. three of us are larpers, so we're up late, so we'll be all right. Um, all right. Well, it'll be. Fu- I'm not saying it'll challenge be challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> well, also, I'm gonna have to stay awake because I'm gonna have way too much damn work to do. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, I know, Stephen, uh, and I think you both were asking for advice on Facebook. So here's my quick advice. Do not overbook yourself. Like yeah, you will be tempted. I did that once at PAX. You will be tempted to overbook yourself. And also plan for all of your appointments to start late. So don't book like anything important one right after the other. Because otherwise, you know, someone is going to be flaky and the PR person's not going to get you in to see the people when they're supposed when they're supposed to because someone before you took too long and blah, blah, blah. So expect every single appointment to start late and schedule it around that that sort of time frame. And then uh, you should be good. Um, drink lots of water, carry yeah. lots of hand sanitizer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, uh, those are my and wear comfortable shoes. Yes, actually, I have to buy new shoes. So the, <laughs> I actually, like my running shoes are done. Yeah, I'm wearing my new shoes right now to prepare and break them yeah. in. Um, the reason that, I mean, to be the I reason that I asked for that advice, um, because I did ask for that advice on the Facebook is actually I'm working on a piece that I was oh, okay. uh, commissioned to do for uh, the Las Vegas Department of Tourism because they are having a new convention start soon. Okay. So they've been reaching out to smaller. This is actually interesting. They've been reaching out yeah, to smaller wow. gaming sites to write about their experiences going to conventions um, and huh. tips about going to your first convention, and they're going to link them on their website. And I was like, oh, so what you're saying is if I write this thing that actually makes sense for me to write, you'll link to it from the Las Vegas de uh, Department of uh, you'll link to my site from the Las Vegas Department of uh, of like travel. Sure, sure. That sounds <laughs> yeah. great. I would love cool. that link juice. Thank you. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. But it's still, you know, useful information. I have a uh, project. So one of the guys going with us is a legitimate project manager. So he is going to be responsible uh -huh. for that stuff and the spreadsheets and the scheduling. And yeah, I'm uh -huh. not going to try and overbook us. In fact, I'm going to try and give everybody out of the five of us, other than me, I'm going to give the other four people at least one, like one day to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. out of the three. If I can do yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how many so, appointments. Sometimes you um, like you you miss the coolest thing because you're just overbooked and focused right. on appointments. And you don't yeah. walk around, around and then you don't see yep. something cool. Um, yeah. So so yeah. All right. Um, okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback. You can send those to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Regina is from the Geek Embassy and is writing the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Uh, apparently has had a crazy Harry Potter Google Hangout recently. <laughs> I did, yeah, yes. But, but what do you want to talk about, Regina? Oh, I was going to mention that um, we had a Harry Potter-themed. Uh, we discussed um, Harry Potter Hogwarts houses. So uh, what houses we would get sorted into. And um, Isabella, who writes for my site and is our social media manager, uh, decided to throw down immediately and say that Fantastic Beats does not exist and she will not acknowledge it. <laughs> um, and so we almost came to fisticuffs. Wow. Wow. <laughs> over some shade. I wasn't like she could have said that. I would to, to defend my point on this. She hasn't actually seen Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. Yeah, and she so said she just it. And she, that? Yeah, she read some articles and read some criticism of it, I guess, and decided. I'm like, no, like there, that no, yeah, like, you don't get to just decide on somebody else's point of yeah, view. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a something. prequel. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I wasn't crazy yeah. about seeing it either. Um, and yeah. then I did. So yeah, so so uh, so yeah, I saw Fantastic Beasts on the plane 
Um, and I was right. I wasn't like against it. I was just kind of like, uh, yeah, Harry Potter, whatever. I'm sort of over it. But it was really interesting because I hadn't looked up anything about it, and I didn't realize that it was like the prequel about the guy who had written the book that they all studied in school, right. which was yeah. super fantastic cool. beast. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it I was thought, good. yeah, and I, yeah, I enjoyed it, and but it, so that was that was really the fight was more about the fact that she had just kind of like summarily dismissed it without having actually seen it uh-huh. or keeping an open mind enough to go see it, and and so she's gonna watch it this weekend. And she's going to live tweet while she does. And I told her to tag me so I can argue everything horrible <laughs> that she says about it. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But um, we took some really interesting quizzes. Um, there's one that's based on the Myers-Briggs type indicator that we shared. And there's also this um, Tumblr called um, the Sorting Hat Chat. Uh-huh. And they have this entire like structure set up where you're you're sorted into one house but you have a primary house and a secondary house uh-huh. and they have this entire structure around um the Hogwarts houses wow. which it's really fascinating and it really added a lot of depth to you know not a lot of depth in the story you just kind of get sorted into like these big you know right. groups or whatever yeah. but um that kind of changed the perceptions we all had not just about ourselves but about the houses in general so cool. all those links are up at thegeekembassy.com so go check that out and uh, and see Cool. See where you fall. See what house you fall <laughs> <Yeah>. into. <laughs> uh, you know what I would always do though. Like I'm not crazy into Harry Potter anymore, but I would just like change change my answers to the questions mm-hmm. so I could get in Gryffindor. Um, so yeah, let's... we talked about that too. We talked about that too. How we would force ourselves into the houses we wanted to be in because you could anticipate from the quizzes. Yeah. Two of the quizzes that we have that we took, you couldn't you couldn't decipher. Oh, okay. Like, like the the one that's based on the MBTI. There's no way to know where they're going to sort you based on the question because it's a range. They give a statement and they give um agree agree a little neutral disagree a little right disagree yeah so you can't like go oh well this is you know oh i'm brave so you know right. this is that or whatever yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah all right that's cool more nuance so yeah. steven is editor and founder of engagedfamilygaming.com what's going on in engaged family gaming steven Engage Family Gaming's got a lot of stuff going on man um we are you know we still got our podcast going every week uh we are back on our regular schedule, we took a couple of weeks of uh, straight-up board games because we had some cool interviews and stuff that we didn't want to miss, but we're back. Um, this coming week, we have a big game day, so we're going to be putting out a whole bunch of reviews for board games. Um, so my recommendation is Engage Family Gaming is getting kind of crazy. Got a bunch of people helping me write. We're gearing up towards E3. So my recommendation is find us on all the social media channels and follow us because that's how you're going to find out about all this cool E3 stuff that we're going to do um, cause we're going to be killing it. So, um, very excited. Very, very excited. All right. All right. Cool. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening and we will be back with you next week.